Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. We thank you for your mighty presence. Thank you. Good morning again to everyone on the call, all clergy, members, visitors, friends. We welcome you. And we thank you for joining us today for devotion and intercessory prayer. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning, Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian. We love and bless you in the name of the Lord. Sister Margaret Johnson will present our devotion this morning. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm excellent. How are you this morning? I am well. I am well. Thank you, sis. Sister Myrna Whitstone will give any praise reports that we've received And she will lead us in intercessory prayer as we go before the throne of God closer. Sister Myrna, how are you today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. Good morning, Sister Margaret. This is Sister Audrey standing in for Sister Myrna. Amen. Amen. Yes. Doing well this morning. Thank you. Doing well. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Let's go before Father together in unity. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Father. We empty out everything, God, that your spirit may fill us afresh. Fill us up again, Father. Refresh us. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In all things we give thanks, for this is your will, Father, for us in Christ Jesus. Father, speak to your sons and daughters this morning. We yield to Holy Spirit. Move and speak through Sister Margaret. And Sister Audrey, as you will, I declare complete clarity and precision in Jesus' name. We will attentively listen. We want to hear from you, Father. We want to hear you with a new freshness. Quicken every heart, dear God, to receive. Whether we're on the line or we're sending your word, we know that it will accomplish that which you, Father, have purpose for it to do. It will be accomplished in the thing wherewith you send it through your people. Father, remove any spiritual wax or spiritual debris, anything, Father, that is is between us and you. Father, enlighten the eyes of our understanding as you pour out your fresh oil on us. Pour out, dear God, 
pour into us. Pour in new revelation, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, may all grace abound towards your people this morning as you shift us into the new of what you are doing so that your purpose is fulfilled in us, in the earth. Father, shift the atmosphere so that we are completely aligned with heaven, with you this morning. We reposition ourselves. We are one with you, in you, synchronized in hearing, synchronized in understanding by your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Sister Margaret, we're ready for you. Amen. Thank you. Can you hear me okay, Sister Charlene? Yes. Thank you. Great. Okay. Well, good morning, everyone. Blessings to everyone on the call this morning. Good morning, New Destiny family. Um, It is an honor to be before you this morning. I I don't take this privilege lightly. Um, Just want to say good morning. Um, This morning, we're talking about God is doing a new thing. Um, And so the devotion this morning is coming from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. And Isaiah 43 starts with the Lord speaking. Um, He's talking to Israel. He's talking to his people. And in the same way that God spoke to his children in Israel, he's also speaking to us now. And so this is how he starts off in Isaiah 43, verse 1. And he says, I formed you in my image and in my likeness. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. And so Jesus paid the ransom price for each one of us so that we're no longer slaves to sin, but we're free. We're free from the power of sin. Sin no longer has authority over us because we're no longer under the law, but we're under the grace of God. And so God says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. And and in that time, it made sense to the people of God because the River Jordan was usually in flood state in in the springtime. And so it meant that the waters were high. It it carried a lot of silts in the water, and it was impossible to cross the Jordan River under normal circumstances. Kind of like, I guess for us in California, it would be the Sacramento River that sometimes overflows and other rivers that that you've seen that have done that. Um, And so God is saying to the children of Israel, again, just as he's saying to us, When things look impossible for man, they are totally possible for God because God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, right? He's our peace in the midst of turmoil. He's our refuge in times of trouble. He's always with us. God calls us precious, and he expresses his great love for us. In verse 5, he says, fear not for I am with you. Verse 6, God declares our sonship. Verse 10, God desires for us, and this is important, God desires for us to be his witnesses. Now, he was talking long time ago through the prophet Isaiah to the children of Israel. He desired them to be his witnesses. Even now in 2021, God desires for us to be his witnesses. He wants us to know that we're chosen by him. 
The word says that God has predestined us before the foundation of the world to be in him. Isaiah 43 and 10 shows us that God um, wants certain things of us. He wants us to know some certain things. One, he wants us to know him. That's Isaiah 43 and 10. God wants us to know him. That's intimacy. And we can always increase our intimacy with the Lord. We, we do that by putting away our phones, putting away our iWatches, our iPads, etc., and open the Bible, open the book, and just spending time with God interrupted. I, I know that's different. I, I know that's not how we do our devotions now, but, but God is calling us to a new thing, and he's calling us to spend time with him and know him. He's calling us to, number two, believe him. So when we increase our intimacy with the Lord, our trust in him is going to increase. And we just believe God. We just believe God. Number three, he's calling us to remain steadfast to him. All this is coming out of Isaiah 43 and 10. We haven't even got to the new thing yet, right? He says he wants us to remain steadfast to him. So when we know God and we believe God, We can remain faithful, and we can stay with him, steadfast to him. And then number four, he's calling us to understand who he is. So, again, as we increase our intimacy with God, as we believe him, as we become more faithful to him, now we see new dimensions of his character, and we have a greater understanding of who God is. Verses 11 through 17 is is God just declaring who he is to the Israelites, and he's declaring who he is to us too um, because God changes not. He's everlasting. He's holy. He's righteous. He's awesome. He's faithful. He's just, right? He does all of this before he declares to his people, I am doing a new thing. Well, why does he do that? Because if we don't know God, if we don't believe him, if we don't remain steadfast to him, if we don't understand who God is and what his plans for humanity is, then how can we, verse 17, right, how can we perceive, verse 18, excuse me, how then can we perceive, become aware of, how can we come to realize, how can we understand or discern or even recognize the new things that God is doing? God is shifting. Bishop always used to say, don't, don't lose God in the turn. And so God's turns are a little different than, than our turns, just turning the corner in your car, right? God's turns can be quick, but they're also over a certain span of time or season. And, and God is he's so gracious. <laughs> he's so faithful. He doesn't want us to miss him. So he's patient, and he draws us to himself so that we can be on one accord with his direction and his agenda. Here's an example. When there's two people on a motorcycle and the driver is leaning into the turn, well, what should the passenger do? Well, if you're not averse to holding on to the rider, then you need to grab hold of the rider's hips or put your arm around his or her waist, and you need to follow their spine with your body. You don't lean into the corner, but rather you follow the rider's body position. And it may take some getting used to, but there has to be a trust relationship between the rider and the driver. And if the passenger gets this right, it almost feels like there's no passenger behind the rider. So likewise, we are to hold on to God, intimacy, and follow him. 
and there must be a trust relationship between us and God, or, or we're not willing or we're, not, we're uncomfortable with what God's doing if there's no trust there, right? And when we get it right, just like with the motorcycle example, it, it's called flowing in the spirit. <laughs> we move as one. Let me give you another example, and then I'll get out your way. Let's say we have two people dancing. Let's say a man and a woman, they're slow dancing or they're ballroom dancing or uh, doing a dance where they have to uh, hold on to each other. Well, how important is it for the two dancers to be in sync? Well, lead and follow is what they call it. It's the secret to, to getting two partners to dance smoothly together. It's simply impossible for two people dancing in close contact to move, here's the word, seamlessly if each person is making their own decisions, choosing their own timing, and doing their steps independently. So it is with our relationship with God. It's impossible for us to move with God if we're making our own decisions, if we're choosing what we do, and we're operating independent of the Holy Spirit. God is doing a new thing. The word says, now, do you not perceive it, understand it, discern it, recognize it? Do you not know it? So we're going to look at some cross-references for Isaiah 43 and 18 through 19. And what I found is that they point us to eternity, and they point us to having an eternal perspective. So when we think about the new thing, we're going to look at eternity, and we're going to have an eternal perspective. Cross-reference. Isaiah 65, 17. These are promises for the eternal. It says that, For I create new heavens and a new earth. The former things shall not be remembered or come to mind. Isaiah 66 and 22 is talking about living for eternity. For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. Second Peter 3.13 that's the promise of the Lord's coming. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Oh, man, that's going to be good, right? So can you see why a relationship with God is important? We're believing, we're waiting for these things to come to pass because God has promised them, and we know he's faithful, right? However, however, there's some things we need to do while we wait because God is calling us to shift to an eternal perspective. He's calling us to be also obedient to what he tells us to do. More cross-references, but, but I, it'll make sense when I, when I bring it together. So there's an example found in Exodus 17 and 6, and this is God telling Moses to strike the, wa the rock so that water can come out. Um, and in Numbers 20 and 8, God was doing a new thing, and he gave Moses new instructions. He gave him new instructions. And he told him not to strike the rock this time, but he told him to speak to the rock before the people's eyes and the rock would give its water. But Moses was stuck. He missed God in the turn. He was stuck in the old, and he allowed his emotions to cloud his discernment, and he disobeyed God. He struck the rock twice, and plenty of water came out. But this is the result of his disobedience. He wasn't allowed to go into the promised land because of his disobedience. He lost his promise. And we don't want to lose our promise, right? 
So God is doing a new thing. Here's some things he's doing uh, currently. Um, we're looking, we're coming out of a pandemic, right? And so during the pandemic, the, the Bible and Google Play and the App Store was downloaded almost 2 million times. Uh, in the UK, the largest online Christian Bible store um, has seen physical Bible sales raised by 55%, right? It, there's, in many foreign countries, they've been reporting uh, dreams and visions of the Lord Jesus calling to them, and many have been converted, and, and they're facing persecution because their family members are other religions. Um, Modesto, California, experienced over 500 people giving their lives to Christ, addicts, homeless, gang members, accepting Jesus. Um, the gifts of the Spirit are being poured out in a greater measure upon the body of Christ discernment, clarity, revelation, um, uh, revelation of the word, um, repentance uh, of, of things that we didn't realize we were doing wrong. There's a greater hunger for God being released. God is emphasizing to us, the church, to not just live with an 80 to 90 year perspective, but to live with an eternal perspective. And if we live with an eternal perspective, we live differently than if we're going to die at 80 or 90. So, God's doing the new thing. We shake off the old as our clothes. We shake off complacency. We got to shake off doing the same thing as usual. And, and so let's pray for the perception to see God in ways we've never seen him before. Let's, let's pray for, I think Sister Charlene said it, a new fire, a fresh fire, so that we can serve him with a new zeal and, and a refreshed obedience. Let's, let's pray for a heart for the lost like never before and a fervor to witness for people so that we snatch them from the, the, the gates of hell and, and allow God to translate them and transport them to the kingdom of life. Father, Father, we ask you to give us eyes to perceive the new thing you're doing, O oh God. Flood our hearts with light, O oh God, so that we can know and understand the hope to which you've called us, Father. Wash each and every one of us on this call in the blood of Jesus this morning, Father. Draw us, draw souls to the call, Father, new souls, O oh God, those that are hungry for you, Lord God, those that desire you, Lord God. Shake the dross of complacency off and familiarity off of us, O oh God, so that we can participate in the new thing, Father. Let us no longer be content with the life we're living, but, oh, God, that we'll seek for and search for and hunger for the life you've called us to live, Father. Give us a hunger for more. Give us a desire for your presence, Father. Give us a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. You said we'd be filled, Father. Don't let us miss the new thing, Father. Let us be in sync with you. Help us to know you. Help us to believe you. Help us to remain steadfast in you, Father. Help us to pull aside more and get your mind on the matter so that we can move forward in power in every area of our lives like Jesus did, Father. We pray for fresh fire, Father God. Let us become, as, as Pastor Rufus said yesterday, new wine skins, and then fill us with the new wine, Father, so we have a new awareness of your presence like never before. We pray for angelic assistance this morning. We release the angels of God to fight on our behalf. We decree and declare that we pray new prayers, Father. We, we release new Holy Spirit declarations into the atmosphere. Let the dry places become a holy oasis for the Lord. Let the water of your spirit make streams into the dry places of our lives, Father. Flow through us this morning, Spirit of the living God. We declare we no longer see this prayer call just as something to do at 5 a.m. or we can listen to it on the replay. We declare this prayer call is a connection. It's a divine lifeline from heaven for both believers and non-believers. We declare hearts are changed, a heart for the lost, a heart for the broken in spirit, Father. We ask you to increase in signs and wonders this morning, Father. Give us a 
increased receptivity to your voice. Lead us and guide us this morning. Help us to live for eternity, Father. We declare this morning over everyone on the call, we are glory carriers. We are fire starters. We're soul winners. We're atmosphere shifters. We awake and we recognize the times and the seasons that we are in, and we allow you to tell us what to do in this time and season, just like you did with the sons of Issachar. We declare we are just like our Father God in the earth realm, and we're doing your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for the fervency in the spirit. Oh, my God, that was an excellent devotion. Thank you, Father, for the fresh fire. I declare we do not get stuck in the turn. As Sister Margaret said, it is impossible to move with God if we're operating independently rather than by Holy Spirit. We need to shift to an internal, eternal perspective when we think about the new thing that God is doing. Hallelujah. We shake off the old. Amen, Sister Margaret. Thank you. Sister Audrey, please lead us in intercessory prayer as we go before the throne of God. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Margaret. This morning we will pray uh, as led by the Holy Spirit. So I would ask you to engage with me, pray in the Spirit as we go before the throne of grace. First of all, Father God, we want to come to this morning acknowledging again that we do love you. We love you so much, O oh Lord God, and we thank you for loving us. We bless your name today, Lord. We give you glory and honor and praise. You are, Father God, magnificent. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are wonderful. And you are deserving of all of our praise, Lord God. We count it an honor and a privilege to come before your throne of grace this morning. And we lay down our petitions at your feet, Father, with thanksgiving. And, Father, we pray in faith, knowing that you hear us because you said that whatever we ask according to your word and your will, will you hear us and we should have what we ask for, Father. So we thank you, Lord God, for the invitation. We thank you, Lord God, that you are faithful and you have proven it to us over and over again, Lord God, that you anxiously await, Father God, you readily await to hear from us, your people, this morning. Father, as we come, we come presenting our young people to you, our children to you, Father God. We thank you for each and every one of them, Lord. We thank you for those who are yet in the womb, Lord God. We know that you are forming them with a purpose, Father God, because you said to Jeremiah that you knew him even before he was formed. Before he was even formed, Lord God, you already ordained a purpose. And, Father, as you did for him, you are doing it for our children, Father God. So we thank you that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they are designed with a purpose, on purpose, Father God. We decree and declare that they will fulfill the destiny for which you have ordained them to fulfill in the name of Jesus. We thank you for each birth coming forth, Father God, that no, uh, that the, the womb would not cast this fruit before time in the name of Jesus, Father God. We just give you glory. We thank you, Father God, for the baby 
babes and the toddlers and those, Father God, who are in the house, Lord God. But we're praying for children, not just at New Destiny, but we're praying for children in our neighborhoods and our nations, Lord God. They need you, Father God. The enemy has uh, conjured up an attack against the children of today, Lord God. But as you said to Peter, Satan desires to sift you, but I have prayed for you, Peter. We pray for our children today, Lord God, and we speak, Father God, our diversion, an interruption in the plan of the enemy to take them off course in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare, Father God, that what you said they have, Father, they have. What their destiny is, Father God, we pray that they would walk in it in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you have, Father God, called moms and dads to train up their children in the way that they should go. We ask that you would forgive us for where we have fallen short in that regard, Lord God. But we thank you, Father God, for keeping our children. We pray for their minds today, Lord God, as there are so many distractions from all over from the north, the south, the east, and the west, Father. We pray that you would keep their minds, Father God. We ask that you would, Father God, just fill them with peace, and Father, fill their souls with joy, Lord God. And we just thank you, Father God, that and declare again that greater is he who is in them, Lord God, because we already marked them for greatness, Father, than he who is in the world, Lord God. And we decree and declare that no weapon formed against our children shall prosper in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that they are physically healthy, Father God, that their minds are sound in the name of Jesus, that they know who they are in Christ Jesus, Father God, that they are strong in you and in the power of your might, Lord God. Father, we call them the leaders that you said that they are, that they are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, that they are blessed going, blessed coming, Father God, blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed in the schools, Lord God, blessed, Father God, in every arena that they participate in, in the name of Jesus, you have called them to stand up and to stand out for righteousness' sake, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father God. We just thank you for keeping them and for watching over them, Father. Protect them from accidents, from incidents, Lord God. Protect them, Father God, from all manner of sickness and disease, Lord God. Father, we thank you for letting them be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing to receive the blessing of the Lord in the name of Jesus. We thank you for hiding them from the enemy, Lord God. And we just thank you and give you praise and glory and honor, Father God, that they are a voice for they are a voice for those who may not have a voice, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the greatness that is within them, Lord, that they would tap into it, that they would walk into it, uh, walk in that greatness, Lord God, and be significant and successful in the land. You told us that when we serve you, Father God, that our children would be mighty in the land. So we decree and declare that they are indeed mighty in the name of Jesus. And Father, we come against the enemy's assignment to cut their lives short. We come against gang violence in the name of Jesus. There is much to do in the natural, but in the spirit, Father God, we send the power of your word by the authority that you have given us, and we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We counsel the enemy's assignment to cut their lives short, to hinder them in any way in Jesus' name. We decree and declare destruction, and we call for a cease and desist order in Jesus' name, Father God. We decree and declare that your plans for our children will prevail 
in Jesus' name, and that not one would be lost in the name of Jesus. I ask that you would be with them, Father God, as they're preparing to go back into the classroom. We pray a hedge of protection over them. Father, we ask that you would cover them under the shadow of your wing and protect them from all manner of sickness, uh, viruses, Anything, Father God, that has come to attach itself to them, we rebuke it in Jesus' name. We cover them with the blood of Jesus, Father God. And we just decree and declare that they will walk in in greatness, Lord God, that they would, Father God, excel, Father God, that that you have put an excellent spirit in them, Father, in Jesus' name. So we call forth leaders, Father God. We call forth, Father God, those, Father God, who will make a significant impact in the kingdom of God and in this earth, Father God. We we thank you for it, Father God, and we bless you and praise you and give you all the glory for each and every one of our children, Father God. And on that note, Father God, we're reminding you again of New Destiny Academy. We ask that you would send forth the angels to expedite Anything that is still needing to be done, we thank you for favor with the city, Father God. We pray for each person, Father God, who will don that campus, Lord God, who would don that facility, Lord God, from the head administrator down to the facilities person, Father God. We just thank you that your spirit is in them, Lord God. We thank you that they are called, Father God, to just form and to cement the foundation in the young people in this community, Father. We thank you that they will get the biblical foundation that you desire that they have, Father God, that Father, that our children, Father God, will be taught and trained, Father God, in righteousness, Father God, and that word will keep them all of their days. We just bless you, Father. We pray for each teacher, each uh, administrator. We pray for each person, each staff person, Father God. We cover each classroom with the blood of Jesus, Father God. And we just thank you, Father God, that it, Father God, will have a reputation of excellence and of greatness in Jesus' name. We thank you for the favor, Father God, favor with you and favor with men in Jesus' name. We celebrate in advance. In Jesus' name, we give you the glory and praise for all these things, Lord God. We know that we have what we have asked you for. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree on earth is touching. Therefore, we know that everything that we have asked this morning shall be done. We want to quickly swing back to Sister Margaret. Sister Margaret, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Just one quick thing, Sister Charling, I know that our time is, is, is late. Um, you know, Jesus is coming back. I, I just want to say that. Jesus is coming back, and, and he's so patient with us. He's, he's giving us time to get ready. And, and the word says that we are to eagerly be looking for him. Like the, 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 we are the bride of Christ, and we're to be like the, the maidens with our lamps burned and trimmed with extra oil watching for the bridegroom. Because we don't know when the bridegroom is coming, but when he does come, we want to be found waiting and prepared for him. God is doing a new thing, and he's calling the bride. Make ready the way, for he's coming back again, and he's going to receive us unto himself. Amen? Amen. Have a blessed day. 
Thank you, Sister Charlene. Amen. Thank you. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Then scroll down to Prayer, Prayer Requests, and enter your prayer request. We love to pray. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Audrey, and Sister Margaret, our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Please invite others to join in on the prayer call Monday through Thursday, 5 a.m., and for corporate intercessory prayer streaming live on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Father, we thank you for what you have done through your daughters this morning. Father, I pray, dear God, that you bless each caller. Bless them, Father, as they yield wholeheartedly to receive the fresh and the new. Hallelujah. Father, I decree and declare your word in Psalms 92 and 10. You have exalted their horns like a wild ox. You have anointed them with fresh oil. And I affirm and I agree with Sister Margaret's prayer this morning that everyone on this call is a fire starter. I declare that every ember be fanned by Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, ignite by your power. Father, thank you for your anointing poured afresh upon each caller. Father, refresh, rejuvenate, rekindle, revive, reinvigorate. Father, restore, do the re, do it again and again in your people, Father. Whatever it is that you want to do in the lives of your people so that your work, your word, your purpose is fulfilled in the earth. Father, do it. Show up and show out in the lives of your people that you may be glorified. Father, I decree and declare Psalms 23 and 6. Surely your goodness and your mercy shall follow every caller all the days of their lives. And they will dwell in the house of our Lord forever. And we say it is so in Jesus' name. Father, I seal every prayer prayed by Holy Spirit this morning with the precious blood of Jesus. And with the power of your Holy Spirit, I declare no backlash, no retaliation, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is of you, saith the Lord. In Jesus' name, and I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Kathy, please open the lines for the saints to worship and pray together.